Hey, this is your girl Chelsea with the Melanin University. You can reach me at Twitter and Instagram at RockinThemJays. Today we're back with a hot new topic, back in session. And of course, I have my wonderful co-host with me. Hey, it's your boy, Just Malk, Just underscore Malk underscore. It's your girl Cassie underscore Cassie underscore. It's your girl Keisha at Godiva Kiki on IG and Twitter. And we are back in session today with a hot new topic. And today's topic is single parents, mm. as well as dating people with children. Uh, so we're going to start off today. I do have a question for my ladies here, Cassie and Keisha. You guys are our single parents of our group. Um, first question is, how do you, do you feel that Dating, being a being a single parent, has affected your children. I would say with mine, I cannot say affected them in a negative way, but I will say that my kids are very vocal about the people that I choose to date. I had one specific person where they was like, every time he comes over, he eats our snacks. Or I'm not comfortable when he's around or he doesn't ever bring any food. And that was like an eye opener for me. I was like, because I'm comfortable with somebody that my kids are not comfortable with or they don't believe that they're getting treated the way that they should be treated or acknowledged the way they should be acknowledged. So I won't say it. I don't know. I don't think it affected them negatively, but they made sure they were vocal. Those snacks was not to be touched no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need Tyrone coming over and eating all my snacks. Like, mom, like, he over here taking up space and opportunity. I can't concentrate. Taking up everything. And don't touch the video game. Ooh. Oh, that's a no. Ooh, no. <laughs> you, can't, you can't come over and touch the video game and the snacks. Like, you're not even. Well, I mean, I do like the fact that, you know, they are vocal um, because, you know, clearly you've created a space where your kids are comfortable enough to express themselves. Oh, too comfortable. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, a, a lot of people don't have that, so I, I find that very interesting. Yeah, I haven't had that experience with my youngest yet. He hasn't met anybody, but, you know, when Christian was younger, he did meet some people, and, you know, Christian is vocal. <laughs> he will let you know, and he will be like, Mama, who is this man? And Christian won't have anything to do with him. He'll just sit there and actually sit there and just stare at them. Until they leave or they tell me they feel like a full Christian does not play. <laughs> like he has nothing like they Christian is that child you have to bribe to kinda you know. He don't want to cross nobody unless you got something for him. Oh somebody gonna approach you one day and he's gonna be like, So what you want with my mama? He already did that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like why are you here? Like Christian he's already done that. He don't want so with the kids, um, well, I don't know how deep this will go, but with the kids, how do you guys handle when um, the children are wanting or wanting to spend time with their other parent? Ooh. You know, so for me, I have two baby daddies. <laughs> Mama was a no, <laughs> Don't judge me. No judgment. Nah, but... Um, both, well, one of them is in the state of Texas, and so one of them is here locally, but um, 
with one of them being in Texas, the kids want to see them all the time. Now with that, I'm willing to work with that situation, meet halfway. Um, normally if he's here, he can probably see them every day, honestly, but being that he's in Texas, it's not the same. So with that being a distance, I would say I work with him on maybe meeting halfway to make sure he sees the kids. But I will say he talks to them every day, mm -hmm. visually calls, which is good. Um, the other one, if I could say what I want to say, but let me not, I we will leave that on that. <laughs> <laughs> I leave that on that. <laughs> well, with that said, uh, so we have another touching. How do you guys feel about child support? If it is a either or, because we have some women that you know can be on child support, and we have some men that are on child support. Do you feel that it is necessary? And then if it is, when is it necessary? I feel like if you are doing for the child without me having to ask you or beg you or anything, we're good. I don't have to put you on child support. I don't want to deal with. I don't want to go up there to the people on you like. Yes, I said the people. I don't want to have to go there. <laughs> no. The people. So just as long as there's so a as long as they like we have communication and like we're agreed upon, you know what you're gonna do and what you can do. I'm okay with that as long as you, you know, we have reached an agreement. You got to do for your kids. I think that's reasonable. That's about similar with my situation um, with my oldest two. Um, I told them if you're in town and you're helping me as far as like picking them up from school you know getting them clothes shoes um just doing for them in general keeping them on the weekends and that gives me free time don't worry about it but being that i'm here full time with my kids right now nah i need the money i need it yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do it then send it and then i figure if it's vice versa if they go out there to him I'm not, I'm not paying no child support, but he can, you know, <laughs> claim the kids for taxes. I mean, I think that's only right that if he's going to keep them for, you know, like a whole year, mm -hmm. it's only right that he claimed the benefits. So keeping them for a whole year. See, that's that's, right. that's, that's, right. that's, that's very fair. fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, because I feel like um, I'm not, of course, a parent, um, but I do come from, I'm a product of a single parent household. So, like, I feel like as long as there's communication between both parents, then that's cool. Um, I do, however, feel like, in a way for men, uh, child support is a hell of a scam because a lot of men use that as to, like, if they're only awarded to pay, what, $200, $300 out of their paycheck, they think that's all that they got to do. Yes. But and, kids still need time, right, exactly. attention, mm -hmm. uh, support with activities. Because, I mean, I mean, I really do feel like a lot of people really put their like child's well be well being on a dollar amount. And it's no dollar amount there for be your a child. Right. On the other end you do have some people who are upset about how the relationship ended mm. and mm. will go and put a <laughs> someone on child support. True. No matter if the no matter if the dad is doing for like the dad could be doing for the child and they'll still go put them on child support. And they get mad when they get a lesser amount than they what the dad was already giving them. Yeah. Yes. Or they end up in jail because they can't. I mean, I feel like we all know that in this day and age, you have to have at least a two-income household to survive, mm -hmm. yeah. depending on where you live and the price of living. Yeah. But that's most people. If the father or mother is doing what they should be doing, 
but you still go ahead and put them on child support, knowing that they're not financially stable to take care of themselves even, what are you doing? You're basically just taking your your child away from the parent because eventually they're going to be put in jail. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. I will say my second one, he doesn't even work or even attempt to try to see our baby boy. But it doesn't bother me because I'm like, maybe one day he'll get his act together. And then, honestly, that's one of those situations where I feel like it's forcing my hand to want to go, you know, take out child support when it comes to him. And I feel like, you know, if you force my hand into it, then I have no choice but to. But if you have the, you know, you just have something that I feel like if they want to do right, they will. And if they don't, you know, I feel like they just, they won't. Mm. That's good. But I do agree with you. I think uh, you should allow either parent to get financially stable before just, you know, pushing for like XYZ. Right, because I have I have seen um, quite a few men who are have been put on child support, and it takes like sixty percent of their check. And I just mm. look at it, and I'm like, "Ooh, kids, expensive." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes you be like, you know what? I'm, it, it makes you really think about who you settle down and have children mm-hmm. with, oh. and like, um, just it just it brings into a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, another question I did have is if you feel that the partner that you did choose to have children with, if they're toxic in any way, how do you feel or how do you go about letting your child spend quality time or, or is there a scare that, you know, they may pick mm-hmm. up some of their parents, uh, generational curses? Cause we know that we have all have a tendency to be either like our mothers or fathers or even both at a time. I believe those kids are going to pick it up regardless of if you let them see that other parent or not. So, honestly, you better off just letting them go to that other parent, go spend time. It'll Something will click there between that other parent and the kids that, hey, something's not right or something. I think we all feel that for ourselves. Like, even I find myself, because, yeah, I curse at my kids. I love them to death, and I do anything for them, but... I catch myself cursing sometimes. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that to them. And now I'm about to be listening to them talk to each other like that, or maybe even possibly talk to somebody else like that. I'm like, uh. So I consider, you know, that's my toxic trait. I feel like I let something slip out my mouth that I shouldn't. Um, but at least you, you know, you're woman enough to stand up and be like, you know, that's wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want myself to fix it and stuff like that. I don't agree with that because oh, <laughs> my mouth can get wild at times. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know, sometimes some kids be reaching into your inner parts and being like, you really trying to drag this out. Especially if you have to take off work because they've been misbehaving at school. So that's taking money out your pocket and you know they don't want, they don't want to, and then they have another ask you for something while you in the car. That, yeah, my mouth got really filthy that day. I pray I get that patience one day. <laughs> I, really, I pray I get it. Because, like, with that whole situation, um, it what bothers me, uh, what I can speak to from, like, my experience with my parents, to a degree, I felt like my parents, well, on my dad's side, like, the kids were used as kind of like a pawn. Yes. Um. Within how to get back at one another, in a sense. So, like... With my mom, she had to, you know, fight my dad for child support and stuff like that. But he wouldn't take care of, like, the the needs that we would have. 
But like when we would go and see him every other week or whatever on the weekend, he's buying us iPods and Xboxes. <laughs> and then we get home and then my mom sees all this stuff and she's like, why are you buying that? So I feel like sometimes things like that, they really hurt relationships because you people end up making one parent look like the bad guy. Right. And I will say my kid's dad, he's kind of, well, the first two, he's kind of like that. He has all the fun with the kids and I'm labeled as the, the mean parent because they have to clean up, they have chores, they have to do homework, but he's the fun parent. They go play, water guns, tear up the house. Apparently they try to tear up mine. That's where me and my kids have the issue at. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you believe in asking, okay, so let's say the person you have children with, you have them um, on child support, they have you on child support, either vice versa, and they're calling you to ask for a bill that you either already paid child support for, or you're, would you call that other person and ask for any type of bill money or anything that's unrelated to your child, or just... If I'm going to ask you for money, even though you're paying child support, does it have to be related to the child? Do you feel comfortable loaning that money out if it was vice versa? I'm sorry. If you ask me for money and we have kids together, it better be related towards the child. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not paying your cell phone. But what do I need to do that for? <laughs> and don't be married. Is this for my child? Yes, and have a significant or other a significant well. other boyfriend. Yeah, nah. You better hit them with a cash out request. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not, you're not, no, not me. <laughs> I think we done covered a lot with, yes. with single parents. <laughs> and oh. now, <laughs> the next part. Let's, let's, let's talk about how it is to date people with children. Ooh. I'm going to let you guys. Keisha <laughs> and Cassie actually asked me and Malcolm because at this table, me and Malcolm are the only ones that do not have children, but we've also dated people with children. <laughs> so. How do y'all feel dating someone who has to, has children and they have to co-parent with a certain person that, you know, you would consider toxic? Like. <clears throat> okay. Well, I feel as though that I... Well, that's the whole point. If the relationship is toxic or not. Because I feel as though I don't really have an issue with dating someone who has kids. But in regards to this other significant other ex, whoever they are, um, I feel as though if you don't have clear and set boundaries, that's going to cause issues with everybody's relationship. The kid's relationship, my relationship with the kids, my relationship with the person. So if I see that, then I, of course, would address it. But if the person that I'm dating is not willing to you know, set boundaries, then that's a situation I can't be in. I agree. I have I to do boundaries. <clears throat> well, as for me, <laughs> um, with uh, men that I choose to be with that have children, um, especially if they have someone that is toxic, um, I feel it's always in my duty to um, basically come from an understanding approach on both sides because that also is a woman, like this is her child, like... I feel like going into relationships, I always knew that there may be some hiccups. I've always wanted to be either the helping hand in between. So if you guys are toxic with each other and you guys cannot co-parent, 
maybe there's a way that I can help assist you guys in that. Not fully coming in like, you know, and taking over, but just helping you guys be better parents for that child. And, you know, me contributing that. Right. Um, like, um, for instance, the last relationship that I was in, I took part in introducing myself to the mother of my boyfriend's child. And we actually have a great relationship, still do. Um, and I feel like that was important because a lot of times when uh, my dad was like dating women or vice versa with my mom dating someone else other than each other, it's like as a child, I felt like they were only there for my parent. They never paid attention to me or some kind of just were like that fakeness that was there. And I never wanted mm -hmm. to come off that way to any other child. I wanted to be very transparent, let right. them know that I was there. Not try to force myself, but and just be home with the whole environment. I mean, yes. like, just like make sure that, you know, hey, my presence is known. I'm here mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm not coming in trying to mess up. Yeah, I don't want to be your mom. Right. Like, you know, of course, if so, you want to call me mom, I'm, I'm down with it. So, at what point... You're like, stepmom. Like, you know, stepmom, that's my mom. Yeah. Like, you know how Sam calls you my dude. Yeah. There you go. So, at what point... Because I, I think this is very interesting. At what point do you, like, introduce yourself or have your significant other introduce you to their kids? When they feel comfortable. Okay. Yeah. I feel like and it's only kids. when they feel comfortable because they know their child. Yeah. Right. Um, and my thing is, I feel like you have to meet the other parent first before you meet the kids. I'm sorry. You, you have I to. Completely well, I completely agree. What happens if it's not able to? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I they're, 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 they're like me, they're Skype, they're Skype. I completely agree with that. I feel as though that you definitely, there should... Because if you're coming into a situation where it's a co-parenting situation, mm -hmm. that means all three of you are going to be involved in this child's life. Right. Yes. I feel like there needs to be clear rules, boundaries, what can happen, what can't happen before even involving yourself with that child. Yes. I agree. Because I had to actually reach out to my oldest kid's dad's wife. And I told her, I was like, I'm not coming to interrupt. But I want to know who my kids will be around. And I feel like it's you shouldn't have had to do that. I feel like she should have had to actually come to you and introduce. I feel like that's the most mm. respectful way. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, for me. I, I guess any reach is kind of like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I mean, I understand that. I mean, it's nice to have the other person reach, but sometimes that can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. So I feel as though as long as one of the three individuals is initiating this yeah. Yeah. then I feel that that's cool okay. but if it is the other person or you know us coming <laughs> to, you know that's cool respectable but I feel like somebody needs to do it I know. as long as it's before you meet the kids exactly yeah. Yeah. me personally I'm be like well, who, who is this person who are they talking about that they met like who's been around my kids you know yes. I don't know this person I don't know their intentions being around my child, so I have to meet them first. I want to kind of fill them out first. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I have another question for y'all, especially while dating single parents. So let's just say single parent either falls behind on some bills, can't pay child support, or either, you know, lost their job. Children still need to be provided for. Right. Do you, as a person that's dating that person or even married to them, do you step in and fill the shoes? Or do you kind of let them figure that out and work that out with their uh, child's other parent? How do y'all feel about Because, you know, some people do, some people don't. But whatever yeah. your purpose is, that's... 
I feel as though me being the person dating the other person, well, I guess it depends on who lost the job. So are we saying that the ex-parent, well, the other parent is the No, one? the person you're dating lost the person their I'm job dating. or okay, either okay. fell behind on some bills. Well, it all depends on, um, I guess, our relationship. If, you know, we've been in, in a serious relationship for a long time, you lose your job and we're living together, then, of course, I'm going to help out. Like, right. we're just going to have to talk about and discuss, like, exactly how much I'm going to help out. But I don't think, like, you should just leave somebody to, like, flounder. No, I don't believe so. Um, I have... Okay, so if I'm dating you, if we're dating, number one, it's going to depend on how invested in our relationship that we are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have even met your kids yet. Because, you know, some, some men will sit here and try to pull out, oh, well, you know... I need fifty dollars for my child to go to school. Well, I haven't even met the child yet. <laughs> I don't know where this money going. I don't even know their name. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know their name. Like, <laughs> but like, like, it depends on how invested we are. Who is and Lashawn then, and why are they sending me a cash? <laughs> <laughs> That's my child. <laughs> But, like, if we're married, then I feel like, yes, I've already met your child. I understand that you're going, like, you know, this is going to be affecting them as well as our household. So, yes, I'm going to do my best. Um, If I'm married to you nine times out of ten, I probably am helping you with your child support payments. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's a two. Like I said, it takes two now to 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 incomes. To survive, yeah, depending even, on what, what positions that we both hold, like, you know, if we have any type of yeah, and not even mortgage. If, right, that's what <laughs> like, I'm about to know. say. Not even if you're married or anything. Sometimes you just live together. Like, yes. you know, a lot of people live right. together now. Yeah. And if we live together, whether your child is there or not, I still have to help if you have lost your job or you yes. lost your way or something like that. So you're still taking on some type of... Uh, Responsibility. responsibility. Mm-hmm. No, even if you're not directly paying a child, you're still having to pay right. up on bills. Now, I'm not. Di- I'm not saying that I'm going to directly pay child support or directly say, "Hey, baby mama, like I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you this money for <laughs> him or whatever." Right. But I will make sure that I'm taking care of like stuff at house at the house, so you have the freedom and room to, to make work whatever out something. Arrangements. Yeah, yeah. I, I can dig that. I like that. Yeah, because believe it or not, yeah. Some man could come to me with five kids, and I'm like, hey, bring them on over. Let's <laughs> all go to the park. <laughs> Girl, you're going to have a tribe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. We don't need no tribe. Yet. <laughs> right? Right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like there just has to be a lot of communication mm-hmm. in any aspect, whether being like a single parent and communicating or co-parenting <coughs> with your other partner. Or previous partner, yeah, and as well as being a single person dating people with children. So, what are some absolute boundaries for y'all that y'all have um, <clears throat> learned to exist when you're in a relationship with somebody with kids? As far as those boundaries between their ex and you know them when it pertains to you dating them. Um, bound like I feel like. Um, as far as like the mother of your child, like I feel like just as long as there's respect coming from either from both ends, I'm right. cool with it. Like I like the idea of blended families because I come from a blended family, right. so I like to be and then not toxic. It has to be 
drama free because I don't want to be anywhere in a situation where it's too toxic. It's too toxic for the child. It's not good at all for anyone. Like it just has to flow. Um, as well as boundaries. Like I know a lot of people don't understand that single parents have a lot of time that they need to spend with their children. And Uh if you're not willing Uh to sacrifice some of your time to either help out or just realize that, you know, you can't be first. Right. Like you think like, you know, I prefer them to put their child first in all manners. Like I, I don't like people that put their relationships on the pedestal and then let their relationship with their children just wither. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, Cause I experienced that with my dad. My dad was very, when he's in a relationship, he's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So he would forget about everything else around so I definitely agree with that. Um, I know you guys were talking about blended families. So how do you guys handle, like, if you as a single parent, you're dating another single parent, let's say you've been together for a while, like, how do you handle, like, the meeting of the kids? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Ooh. I personally, I kind of, I like to let things flow. I like organic. I like it to just come as it is. I like to see how people's kids are too. I like to do the casual, hey, let's meet up at the park. Okay. See how our kids play together. Yeah. If that works, okay. Maybe we could do, you know, dinner. But you know, I gotta see how they play at the party first because if your kid push my kid. <laughs> <laughs> my kids with my kids. We're gonna see how it really goes in. Because there's a lot of people that my dad dated. I didn't too much care for their kids. I was just saying, like, look, if they don't play nice and they disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I can, like, I'm honestly glad that my dad is now married to someone <laughs> that you know I feel like is appropriate. Like, yeah. and we talk, and like her kids, we 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 you know we are in a good setting. I feel like I accept them as as my um, I was about to say alternate brothers <laughs> and sisters, but like as a con- like we're all like a conjoined um, blended family, family. Yeah, blended and I feel family. like we all were raised differently. So like just as long as we yeah. have respect for each other, it works. But with yeah. children, it's difficult because you know there's a lot of attitudes and especially personal if the kids feelings. Yeah, yes. especially if the kids are older. And then, but yeah. I figure if siblings fight amongst themselves, I still find that even with having blended siblings to step in, sometimes there's going to be disagree, like a disagreement you just cannot stop in some cases because all those personalities, they're just different. Yeah. You know, so maybe from time to time you might get that old, well, you told me I could borrow your shirt. No, I didn't. Put my shirt back, or you know, shoes. Because you know, those okay. are those simple. This just okay. This actually just went into too. something that I find very interesting because I had an issue with this as a kid. I don't know. I think me and Cassie are in the same place. So, how do you handle a situation if there is a disagreement and it's between the kids, but your child is in the wrong? <laughs> <laughs> So if my child was in the wrong, like I let my kids know when they're in the wrong, they know I don't go for that. Don't disrespect nobody. Don't treat nobody wrong. I discipline mine. Now I don't think I would 
Yeah, somebody could probably tell me I got the green light to discipline their child, and I'm probably not. I'm gonna just be like, "Hey, I think I would be for, I would forever be scared to touch somebody else's child. Yeah, like, I just can't because you don't know how they're gonna I, react. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> and I, my best thing, don't do it because don't you do got it. you got the other parent on the. Don't do it. Don't touch their child. Just don't stand in the corner. I can talk to you all day long, but don't touch the child. I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh well, let me um let me go ahead and say my piece. Um, if you give me permission and we're dating and your child does something and I've gotten permission from both parents, oh, I'm, I'm whooping ass. I'm not, I'm not giving them, I'm not giving them like a hard ass whooping that I give my own child, but I'm going to make sure like, usually I don't, I've never had to hit somebody else's child. Like I've always had like scaring them with the idea of it is more likely my way, but I've never, but if they do something like. They done put, took my laptop and dumped it in the in in the pool or something Ooh, or stole some, your credit card. Oh no, <laughs> I'm I'm it, depending on your age. Oh yeah, you gonna get a spanking. Oh. What if they're like a teenager? I'm gonna let see if you a teenager. I'm not because if, yeah, if you're like, like thirteen or fourteen, you're gonna your parent your like parent. I'm gonna tell you off. Like I'll sit there and verbally say, look, you know you already know that that's not right. But I'm gonna let your parent handle you as disciplining physically now, if that's what they want. What do. if what if it's a situation to where the parent absolutely refuses to handle the situation? Like and me and the parent gonna have to have a conversation. Okay. <laughs> because I shouldn't be the one sitting here telling you how to parent. Like I understand right. every like no one knows how to be a parent. You only go off like you know life experiences, right. what you were raised, what to do and what not to do. Yeah. But you're not gonna sit here like if I clearly see that there's an issue that needs to be handled with your child, we're gonna sit down and have an actual conversation about it and talk about why you're not handling it. Yeah. Like there's always a certain way to go by it. And I feel like that's one of the reasons like it, communication is very important it's because so, a lot so of people, it's, it's hard talking to someone about their children kids. because sometimes they may take it in because I don't it, like it turning around, oh, you don't have a child. Like, that's my child. Where, yeah. how you, who are you telling me about yes. my child? Yes. Right, right, yes. right. Who are you telling me about my child? You don't have children, so you don't know how to be a parent. Well, and, 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 and you know what? That's the response that I don't want to deal with because <laughs> once you tell me, oh, well, if you don't have kids, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Because that means that you're not willing to listen or communicate about what we can do better in raising your child Mm-hmm. To sit there and make sure that this doesn't happen again. You're just right. setting your ways, and, and you know what? Some people are like that, but you just need to know, you know, in those type of relationships, whether you're going to continue to work on it or if it's just time to cut ties. Yeah. You know, I link that back to like when the last session we had, where you know it's been I, 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 me, mm-hmm. me, me, doing it so much on my own. A person's got comfortable in the routine and how they do things with their kids, and I think that when they have somebody else come in to play with helping them with their children, they so stuck in themselves or their routine, it makes it hard to want to hear or listen because you're normally used to what's worked for you. But now, right. once again, you have somebody else stepping in to help mm-hmm. you change that eye to a week. But okay. I think that's that's my behind scenes, hindsight looking back at it. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. Communication. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a great, great topic I yeah, feel it was like. a good topic. and guys let us know like you know if you how you feel about the topic you can like comment and subscribe please to our youtube channel 
We're always here on Facebook. If you have any questions, just hit us with a message and we'll be glad to go ahead and take a look at that and include it into maybe your next week's topic. Um, but today we are now going to the Black Field of the Day and I'm going to let my girl Keisha go ahead and drop some knowledge on you guys. So for the Black Note of the Day, we have Otis Frank Boykin, born August 29th, 1920, uh, Dallas, Texas, passed away, unfortunately, March 26, 82, in Chicago, Illinois. But basically a, an American inventor, African-American inventor. Uh, it shows that he's patented over 27 electronic devices, but his one that brought him to fame was the device... Um, for the artificial cardiac pacemaker. Oh. It shows he invented a control unit for the artificial cardiac pacemaker. The device essentially uses electrical impulses to maintain a regular heartbeat. Um, his inspiration for the invention is because his mom, Sarah, passed away of heart failure when he was a year old. So... Oh, wow. Okay. He was one of our great inventors. He'll be mm -hmm. saving people's Same hearts and lives. You know what? Everybody would just be dead without black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we are the Melanin University, because we over here dropping knowledge that you need us. <laughs> oh my we are life. <laughs> well, that is it, folks. Tune in on the next session of the Melanin University, and we will see you guys next time. Peace out.